All right, Rich Casanova here on the Pro Business Channel Networks. We're in our Buckhead studio preparing for another episode of the Georgia Podcast. We've got a good one here. If you're in business, uh, you're gonna, you want to grab a notepad, you're going to enjoy this conversation because this dude might end up sending you some of that green. I'm talking dollars. I don't know about Bitcoin, but uh, he's going to definitely take some off of your expense sheet here possibly for you. Um, so that's Brad Goobler. He's with Ascendia Advisors. You can check them out at ascendiaadvisors.com. And uh, we're going to learn about Brad and all his exploits from Seattle to Atlanta. So stand by for that one coming up here on the Georgia uh, podcast here on the Pro Business Channel Networks. Welcome to the Georgia podcast featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios offering podcast studio rentals, production and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com and by our friends at Serendipity Labs co-working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Now join Rich Casanova, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks. All right, Brad, you ready for this one? You got your seatbelt on? (laughs) Good to go. All right, he's ready, locked and loaded. So uh, as we mentioned, uh, Brad Gubler from Ascendia Advisors joining us here in our podcast studios in Buckhead. Uh, so apparently you enjoy uh, helping companies, as we mentioned in the teaser, discover ways to reduce expenses by leveraging innovative technology. That's the key thing, right? Not just like um, putting a couple pennies in the penny jar or cutting down you know, uh, their cell phone bill or whatever, right? Yeah, it's, it's really looking for meaningful opportunities to help them be more profitable. Um, So, I mean, as you know, the companies have opportunities to increase their profits by either increasing the amount of revenue, selling more goods and services, or by being able to reduce their expenses. And that's what we really focus at. We look at about 20 different categories. Wow. And then we leverage the technology um, to be able to to implement it for them and help them find ways to really save. That sounds like a smart idea. Who wouldn't want to sign up for that, right? (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm always saying. Like, who wouldn't want to have free money? Exactly. Yeah. Um, sounds good. Too good to be true, but we're going to, we're going to, uh, dispel any myth that that might be too good to be true. Cause it's, it's for real. So, uh, we mentioned before we went on the air. So, um, uh, you enjoy spending time with you know, your wife and four kids. Like you said, that's a full house. It is a full house, but it's a lot of fun and they're at, they're at that really fun age. Yeah, what's the age range from, uh, uh, so the youngest, he's five, right? I have another son, seven, daughter, nine, and then my oldest son, he's 11. Uh, yeah, that is a full house. But like you said, it's nonstop. There's always something different every day, right? Exactly. We just got done with soccer for all of them. And I, oh, co- wow. and I, and I was coaching the youngest. So as you can imagine our Saturdays are pretty busy with, <laughs> yeah, with that. Exactly. But you'll, they'll find something else to fill up your Saturdays with, uh, give it a minute or two, right? Uh, oh, yes, I'm sure they will. So uh, now you originally hail from Seattle. Um, and so you love all things outdoors and you appreciate alternative music. Is that a requirement by living in Seattle? You have to listen to the grunge music or... Uh, um, honestly, I think it's just the weather. It just yeah, right. makes you feel like you're always in the mood for grunge or alternative. Yeah, uh, and lots of coffee. Exactly. All right, so uh, let's jump into it here. So um, before we mention um, you know, some of our key topics here and, and saving money and so forth, give us a little bit of backstory of you and specifically Ascendia uh, Advisors. How'd that all come about? And what's your philosophy, I guess? Yeah, so funny enough, Rich, I actually started my career off in Silicon Valley. I was a financial auditor in the insurance industry. And then I, I really enjoyed going out and meeting with clients, most of them who were small to mid-sized businesses, being able to 
help them find ways to mitigate their risk and, and pay less for their insurance premiums. Right. And then um, I left that job to go pursue an MBA full-time at Washington University in St. Louis. Um, and after that, I ended up working for a number of Fortune 500 companies, including UPS here in Atlanta. And kind of coming back full circle for me, a, a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to to venture out on my own and, and join um, Ascendi Advisors. And so it's it's been it's been quite interesting and coming back, kind of pairing the background of where I was with these small to mid-sized businesses, really helping them and really saying, okay, my strength really is is finding hidden money, and I really enjoy just helping them. All right, and so um, you mentioned uh, so we're gonna as we jump into these topics. If you're at your uh, device, laptop, what have you, check out uh, ascendiaadvisors.com, and you can kind of surf along with us. So. Um, so talk to us about, you mentioned about saving money, do a little bit of deep dive. How does that really work? What's a day in the life look like for you? And, um, you mentioned 20 different categories, not all 20, but what are some, you know, uh, examples or how do you go about saving money more like? So for us, I guess we take the philosophy. It's very consultative that we see ourselves as the guide and the client as being the hero. And so it's very much going in and, and asking probing questions, getting them to talk about, um, their pain points, some of the challenges they're facing as a business and seeing if there's opportunities for us to work with them and being able to, to find ways. So just to kind of give you an example, um, we were recently working with an e-commerce company and they've grown quite quickly. And one of the challenges that they, they had as kind of came out as we were going through this was in terms of shipping, that they were just paying a lot. They hadn't really negotiated their rates. They were doing something very, very manual, weren't optimizing. And so we were able to bring bring in a tech platform that we got them on. Um, so the technology is one side of the, the house for a lot of these bringing in um, technology that helps them to optimize the, the shipping piece. And then also the rates are built in with that as well. So helping them save a significant amount of money, probably about 25% of what they were, what they were paying. Wow. And so that kind of, is it like a dashboard that monitors it in real time or um, over the course of a billing cycle or? Um, yeah, there is a dashboard that monitors it in real time so they can actually wow. see where the, where the savings are. And, and that's actually kind of part of our model is that it's contingency based. So um, there's no upfront cost for our service that we share in the savings portion of that. And so it's when you produce real results, then, you know, they win and then we win as well. Absolutely. And um, talk to us a little bit about your business model. So is this like um, a subscription based model or you go in and consult and then share in the savings or is it a, uh, you know, contract basis or, you know, how's, how's that, you know, the back end of it kind of structured? So I, I guess the beautiful thing about it is it's, it's an agreement that we, that they're able to utilize our services, but there's nothing contractually binding them there. Okay. Um, that said though, most of the, most of the companies um, enjoy being on the gravy train. So the ones <laughs> that we've seen with some of our service providers have been there, you know, eight to 12 years isn't uncommon. Okay, and um, uh, but I mean, how do you all make money? I guess is the question I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. So for us, it's it's a it's a revenue share piece. Okay. So let's say it's, it's the it's the idea of you know let's say I came into your business and I was able to help you save ten thousand dollars. Right. Would you be okay if I made a thousand dollars saving you ten thousand dollars? Sure. Of course, <laughs> yeah. you'd say yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's great. I'm, I've got ten thousand dollars more than I had before. So, so that's a great structure because obviously it incentivizes you. To find, you know, um, uh, that that money that's uh, going down the wrong funnel, down the wrong uh, pipe, or whatever, right? And you recapture that, and uh, and yeah, then then you just do that revenue share. Exactly, and so a lot of times, 
I guess one of the questions that we'll get out, get out of that is, doesn't this sound almost too good to be true? Right, or, yeah. You know, what do you guys do? And and so we'll start off with something small. So it might be, you know, let's say we know their industry, they're a, they're a wholesale distributor, and we've worked with some of that industry before. Yeah. And so we kind of know some areas to look. So we'll say, well, let's just pick something that's that's small and easy. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do an audit of that of that one area, and then if we're able to generate savings, kind of just demonstrate the value to you, and that usually kind of gets gets the ball rolling with them. So they start seeing the idea. Okay. You save me, you know, a few thousand dollars here. You know, what, right. what else can you do for me? Yeah. I mean, that's a great approach. Uh, so it's kind of that you, you offer a beta test model to kind of prove your services without getting all in, all into their business, as they say, right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? And some people, you know, they don't feel comfortable so yeah. just opening up all their books and right. saying, here, you, here it is, go. Yeah. You know, evaluate it on 20 categories. Right. So. Yeah, so uh, that makes sense. Now I, I'm grasping it. I got the general idea, but that little um, extra – explanation of as far as uh, delving into one category and kind of prove your worth, right? And then take it from there. Exactly. And so I, I guess I would also add is that we want to be seen as a trusted advisor for yeah. folks. So even if we, it's something that we can't directly address, we want to be able to be that matchmaker for them, helping them to to find that other service provider. So sometimes it's, you know, Brad, can you help us find a new CPA or payroll company or a new insurance broker? You know, those are all opportunities that we can we can help them. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about the type of uh, industries or sectors in a second. But first, you mentioned these twenty categories. Uh, without listing them all, what are the um, the top you know few that seem to be the most uh, popular or kind of a, the go to? And maybe what are some uh, on the list that people wouldn't expect? Like uh, I didn't realize that was uh, you know an option to save money in in that in that uh, category. Okay. So the first one I mentioned was was shipping, right? Um, with that e-commerce example, and so that's one for for companies who obviously are shipping. Um, there's a, a saying that goes, "If you're shipping, you've got challenges." Right. And so, <laughs> and so there's an opportunity. We believe there's a huge opportunity for companies to reevaluate right. what they're doing. Um, we always like to use the example of of Amazon because everybody kind of knows it's an 800 pound gorilla in their room. Yeah, and. When I tell people that Amazon has 20 plus carriers that they're using and that they're really optimizing across lanes and are actually getting into shipping on their own um, and saying, wouldn't you want to do something similar to that, being able to have that, those kind of capabilities? And right. so the solutions we bring in kind of allow them to, to go away from the single carrier model towards something that helps them to optimize. Um, so that's probably the, the, one of the biggest categories we deal with. Um, accounts payable is another big one, big opportunity f- for a lot of companies. And so... Um, companies have to pay their suppliers anyway. Right. But Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully if they want to stay in business. Right. <laughs> so for us, we're just trying to help them pay their their vendors in a more more secure and more efficient way. And what's um, a category where uh, people wouldn't expect? Like it kind of uh, surprises people that there was, you know, savings or waste in that in that uh, sector, I guess. Um, I, I guess w- I'll give you two examples. Okay. One is healthcare. So I think people know that the, the healthcare system at some level is broken. Right. But in terms of how to address that and what, what the opportunities are, oh, a lot of times they're stuck in this paradigm. Yeah. They don't believe that there are opportunities. And, and from what we do is we kind of have a cost containment strategy that looks okay. at those primary cost drivers and finding ways um, to help them save money. So, for instance, let's say as an employer that overall they have a good experience level, but like on their, on their prescription drug costs, it's pretty high. We can come in and we can help them with that piece or we can completely overhaul and move them to, to something that makes more sense for them. Yeah, because in that category, it just seems complicated. And, you know, uh, how would you, how could you fo- possibly 
delve into all the different options and analyze them all and so forth. But if you have an advisor who's doing that for you, you're basically kind of doing the homework, the research for them, and then present them, here's your alternative options. Yeah, exactly. And, and so like the other thing is we're not a broker. Right. So that's other people say, well, how do you guys do this? And so obviously we, we do work with a third-party administrator. Right. And we have you know some really smart people on our team. Yeah. That's not me. Uh, <laughs> but, right. but they really understand what are those levers that can be pulled and how, right. how can they best do this. And they've probably been in that space for, uh, in that in that field for a number of years. So you're kind of leveraging that, that those opportunities yeah. as yeah, well. They, they've been doing it for over 40 years. Right. They actually were one of the original ERISA companies in the early 70s. Wow. Okay. okay so let's pivot and talk now, next about um, types of, uh, we've well, actually probably mentioned um, those sectors. So we'll, we'll jump over because you mentioned the shipping and the different categories. Let's, let's move to um, what, what you may have seen on the horizon, uh, recent, you know, research on industry trends. Uh, if you, you know, do you have the crystal ball? What's happening now? And what, 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 what are some anticipations in the marketplace? You know, Rich, I, re- I really wish I did have a crystal ball, <laughs> but I can kind of see that there's, you know, obviously a lot of trends out there. Right. And, and one of the, the common ones is kind of this technology, kind of this digital transformation okay. that is going on. And so I always kind of counsel my clients that, you know, if you're doing the same thing you've been doing for the past 10 to 20 years, <laughs> um, chances are that there's a better way to do it. There's a way to automate something, uh, to implement some sort of technology to, to make your life easier. Um, so we do a lot of work with like data analytics and the reporting and being able to help them get better visibility into their business processes. And so that's a, and that, and that with that becomes these efficiencies. So that saves you the time as well as the, as well as right. the money. If you're using a rotary phone, there might be another option, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you'd be surprised at a, a lot of companies. And like, I'll come back to that accounts payable example. And I think about 70% of companies that are out there are still, you know, manually cutting checks. Wow. Or, you know, doing even like the very basics of ACH, but not even a big percentage of it. And so right. there's huge opportunities to, to make improvements. Yeah, I'm just visualizing like uh, all the moving parts of a business. So you, you, I don't know if you get into like the uh, printer and copier services, the email servers, the, um, um, you know, the phone lines, the phone systems and the communications and all that stuff. Yeah, we do get into that as well. Um, those are a little bit more traditional areas. But, yeah. You know, I guess that's where kind of our roots were that, you know, any B2B service that you're procuring, we could help you negotiate or save money yeah. in, those, in those categories. Especially when that when that lease is coming up for renewal, right? Exactly, that's a good opportunity. Yeah, and the copiers is an example. That's most most of the time, if if we go down that path, we're able to save them about half their cost. Wow! And that's you know just on the lease side. And then if if they're willing and able, there's even a total document management service, which is especially good if they're in a regulated environment like yeah. a, like a healthcare system with HIPAA, right? Being able to kind of manage who sees something or who's printing what. And, that's just the more I think about it, it's just an amazing service. You're basically part of their team. One of their team members just overseeing. It's almost like a department within their organization that can monitor that. And you're staying on top of those new opportunities and uh, trends and present that to them. And that just takes that off their plate, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're there, you know, basically free of charge, looking at ways to save the money while not necessarily, while not reducing their the level of service they're getting in many cases, actually enhancing. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, we mentioned technology. So um, does that help improve cash flow as far as, I guess, you know, in addition to reducing their expenses? Is that part of that that piece to it? It does. And so I I guess like the overarching theme is that if you can automate something that's very manual, then you get savings in, in a number of ways. One is the people who are doing that manual task can now be 
repurposed to do something else. And then there's other savings that, that come along with that. So like with the accounts payable, um, just as an example, there's also a rebate that gets paid um, for them moving to this digital solution. So they're getting 1% back of what wow. what they're already having to pay their suppliers anyway, which you know can add up to be a fairly meaningful amount of money. Yeah, and I mean, that's a whole other uh scenario the rebates and there's 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 all these incentives sometimes when you engage in new services but unless you have somebody to kind of manage or oversee that you a lot of that kind of slips through the cracks you know and missed opportunity exactly and what we're, we're just really out there trying to help companies just a big part of what we do is education so it's helping companies find opportunities you know sometimes they may say well that's not right for us or maybe not yet and so that's an opportunity for us to kind of table that conversation but you know, i've had i've had prospective clients come back, you know, six months, 12 months later saying, you know what, Brad, now's the time we want, we're really interested in this. Things have changed. We're, we're, we're now ready to engage. Yeah. Let's reevaluate that. Yeah. All right. So, um, man, we covered a lot of ground in a very short period of time. I don't know if there's any other, uh, topics on your short list, uh, that you want to hit on. So we, we covered, um, uh, kind of your business model, how you help people say, we talked about the industry trends, helping them with the cash flow, the different industries, um, the impact, I guess, is uh, some of those stories you shared about uh, working with those firms um, and making a difference. Because now uh, that, that frees up their money, they can do what with, right? They can invest in other stuff, hire more people, right? Exactly. So we believe that companies are can be a good steward of their own money, whether that's you know, they decide to bring on new employees, they decide to give their current employees a raise, um, yeah, the business owner decides to to take that money to send his kids to college, whatever it is, we believe that they can find a good way to use that money. Yeah. All right, Brad. Well, um, I think that, uh, wraps up this episode. I think we covered a lot of ground, a lot of good content and they can, uh, uh, find you online, uh, give out your contact information website one more time, I guess, or yes, it's at ascendiadvisors.com. And, and spell that for people that are just listening and maybe trying to type it into their computer, right? Okay. Yeah, it's A-S-C-E-N-D-I-A Advisors. Advisors, yeah. yeah A-D-V-I-S-O-R-S. I feel like we should have a chime, like a spell check time, like, you know, done. Um, and and uh, since we got an extra 30 seconds here, what was the idea behind that brand and that name? Yeah, so I'm... As Rich mentioned earlier, I'm from Seattle, and I grew up climbing mountains, being outdoors, and so the idea of you know going to new heights um, really kind of stuck with me, and so that's really what I want to do when I engage with different businesses, being able to help them achieve new profitability heights. Well, well, well said, uh, sir, and I appreciate your time here on the uh, Georgia Podcast, and look forward to our uh, next conversation. On behalf of the Pro Business Channel, we thank you for listening to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com. And by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Join Rich Casanova for the next Georgia podcast and download on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.